anyway, we buffed the start a little bit, but we're gonna get into fucking your house, our rules, episode forty. Got the forty ounces. Cheers again, y'all. Fucking, we're gonna break this one in a special type of way. We got Andre here for the second time, and uh, it's a special episode. Hi, uh, still bad. You had to take a drink for it because when you cheers, you always got a drink. But it's a special episode. Andre Young is now joining us with Your House, Our Rules, with our little talent camp that we have. He does a lot of producing. He's a very talented DJ, whether or not he wants to admit it or not. And uh, he just got has a get to him that like I think would be very valuable with this entire scene. We've got a couple people in the camp that we're going to be introducing here in the future or whatever, people that I've talked to. But he's like the first one besides me and Bailey from like the music aspect that we're really bringing on here. So... Uh, What's up, Andre? How you doing? Hi. Uh, don't call me Andre. My name's Smiles. Uh, <laughs> Andre and Smiles are two different people. Uh, Smiles is out right now. Andre will be out later when he needs to be, you know, <laughs> responsible <laughs> and shit. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I like melodic music. That, that's all I got to say. Yeah, <laughs> we uh, we actually just released another song that I kind of want to intro in real quick. Um, you know, we just released uh, Charlie and the Trapping Factory yeah. with art by Sam Jackson. Fucking, uh, he killed the fucking artwork, and I thought we did a really good job with the song it's definitely a summer vibe it's nothing that fucking anyone who's watching is probably going to be like whoa this is crazy because like it's not like the heavy bass type shit that we usually have but i thought it was definitely successful we put a lot of time into it it probably ended up being about a year of working on it before we finally got it the fuck out they kept talking about this track this track this is gonna be great this track we're, we're working on it Finally. And, and how God was it? Damn. And how was it? It's pretty good. It's pretty, it's pretty good. good. I thought once you were going to tell me it was trash. No, what, what, once you, once you mastered trash. it to where the that riser was louder, yeah. it was good. Good. Yeah, well, the first one that I sent them definitely did not uh, have like the get to it, and I was trying to get Andre to fucking up the little wah 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 that we had, and every time he sent it to me, I'm like, what is going on that we're losing this every fucking time? And I was like, dude, just send it to me, and I'll fucking throw it in there, and we ended up having the mastered track, and then I took just that one sample and putting it over it and just bumping it up a little bit. And, like, it ended up working. He ended up doing the same thing, and that's when we got the final thing. So, yeah, it fucking turned out well, so definitely check that out. Uh, um, it's on my SoundCloud, um, and then we have uh, Smiles on all major streaming platforms. We're having a little bit of issues getting me on that because this is the first time I've released anything on those. But it, anywhere you want to find it, it's called Charlie and the Tropic Fa- Charlie and the Track and Trapping Factory. <laughs> Damn! By Smiles and Spills. So fucking definitely go check that out. Um, episode 40, you know what? We got a little bit of uh, freestyle here. It's been a while since I haven't had like anything planned, but I just did a podcast with Jeff on Thursday, so we're just going to kind of freestyle it. Uh, have a little bit more of a carefree type vibe. I hope you guys improv. enjoy. So, yeah, we're going to improv it, y'all. So, what y'all been up to lately? Uh, I've been working in... Uh Working on music and stuff. I'm actually, you know, I'm, I'm working at the All Saints Festival right now. It's pretty interesting. I've never worked, you know, kind of as a carny. Uh, what are you, you working, working as? What? Are you working as a as a I'm serving, beer guy or something? Right, Wait, yeah, I'm serving called? the All Saints all Festival. Saints. All Saints Festival? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like All Saints Day? Like Halloween? No, like no, All like Saints, the, the All Saints School and church. Like, they you do, they're having have their festival right now. Oh, so okay. So, I'm serving alcohol at that. You know? Yeah, oh, yeah. So, you're the beer oh, tank. Really? Well, oh, we yeah. got margaritas and daiquiris. Oh, and then we got jello shots. Oh, really? 
Where is that? So have you, have uh, you in Kenwood? Have oh, you ever been a part of like one of those? Because around here in like the Cincinnati area, the the, the Catholic school festivals are fucking huge. They're like busy. my first my time. parish my parish festival, which is right down here over on uh, Bridgetown Road. Uh, they have a parking lot across the street, and like every year we have it. And like each of the local West Side festivals have like a week during the summer. So we're talking like twenty two weeks mm-hmm. and like twenty two different festivals, and some festivals on the same weekend and shit mm-hmm. like that. It's yep. it's a big thing around here. Yeah. I see that. I've noticed, like, in Cincinnati, it's a it's really Catholic around here. Like, where I grew up, it's like, you know, old school Christians. Like, you know, you go to church, you get to Sunday school at 930 in the morning. Starts at uh, 10. Sunday school is from 10 to 11. You got a break from 11 to 12. And then church goes into 12, like, from 12 to 2.30, 3.30. Then after that, the whole, like, church goes out for dinner and all that. So, you're like, literally, you wake up and it's like going to work. And you're just church stuff Sunday. all See, day. We don't go, we don't we go that far. That's that's what I grew up around, but like it's extremely Catholic is, around here. Is, and I was was like, that Baptist? Nah, uh, I don't know. What type I think of Baptists do that. Baptists yeah, do it, it sounded they, like they some Methodist, like, uh, Baptist. Like, there's so many different forms of Christianity. Old school Christians. Yeah, like, but I mean, I, I know all about the Sunday school life because my mom was actually uh, the commissioner for our school for a while, and she mm-hmm. taught PSR uh, every Sunday for like damn near my entire childhood. We used to have like community service that I would do at Elder, which is an all boys Catholic high school and stuff. And I used to use teaching with her as of like my community service hours. So I know all about that aspect of things, but like it's interesting to see what you think of the whole like dynamic that we have here. Is there gambling? Uh, yeah, got, oh, I was just yeah. about to say like they're like it's so weird. You got pool like tabs, you got poker. Yeah, I'm like oh, I'm yeah. watching like all these like high school kids just gathered around this game called Beat the Dealer, and then oh, another yeah. one called oh, yeah. Sixes. Like, you know, like, I watched my buddy Harmeyer, who used to be the co-host on this uh, podcast. I watched him one time fucking play Beat the Dealer for like four hours, and like it was one of those things where like he came in with twenty dollars and was like up four hundred dollars and ended up walking away with like maybe ten or yep. something like no, that. Yeah. It- yeah. Yeah, they make crazy. so much money off it, those festivals. It, it's wild too, because it's like you know the Roman Catholic schools and shit like that. Like you would think that like they wouldn't have the the like uh, overabundance of alcohol sales oh. and all the gambling <laughs> and shit. Dude. Hell no, nah, bro. When they set up that parking lot and they had the festival on that parking lot, literally half of it is the big white tent in the middle. Yep, Everything the around beer. it is like the the fucking like TGI Fridays awning type thing, red and white, all of them like red and white stripes all the way around, and there's that one big white one that you have to be 21 and over yep. because they play like blackjack and poker and all yep. kinds of shit in there. Yep. All kinds of Dude, shit. Dude, Catholics love beer. I've noticed they that. They love oh, yeah. beer. Oh yeah, you would think it would be wine and unleavened bread. With no, no, no. <laughs> beer. Miller Lite. Bud no. Lite. Yeah, no. They're, they're fun times though. I know a couple people who are like into the age where they're having kids and like so they're bringing their kids to the festival or oh, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like when I was in school it was a thing where like when the when the parish festival would come up all me and my grade school friends would go up and just hang out there just be mm-hmm. a little degenerate. Yeah, you just got like dropped that. off and then yeah. your parents came and picked you up or whatever time. Right, and then you get to like that fucking late high school and like college years and you're like what the fuck were we thinking? Oh. Then you start getting a little bit older and you're like oh now we can bring now our I kids can- here. Here and get well, drunk. No, yeah, get drunk here. <laughs> so my buddy Joey Schroth, who might be like my best friend of all time, I'm fucking first grade, one of my closest people of all time. He's doing this thing with his kid and his wife Jenna, who I actually grew up on the same street with. 
his dad used to fucking have a megaphone and would just get drunk as shit and start yelling <laughs> shit at people on the megaphone the entire fucking weekend. Yeah, parish festivals were a fun time, man. Yeah, they yeah. still are. Yeah, we need to go to one this summer. I will. We need to I go will. To I wish. I Fenwick wish. Fenwick Festival. Let's go. Let's it, run it. That's where Fenwick? I want to go. That's where I went See, to high school. I don't know. I don't know that fucking Fenwick Festival. Oh, Fenwick is so. No, it's not. It's not. No. Fenwick it's not town. Isn't it's a middle town. Kind of Cincinnati. No, it isn't. It's, in the, it's middle town. It's in between Dayton and Cincinnati. Middle town. That's why it's named Middle Town. Do you know that? Yeah. <laughs> you know, some people don't know it. Well, shit. Fenwick up in middle. I did not know Fenwick was in Middle Town. Yeah, it's right by my house. Let's fuck it. I'll go. I don't give a yeah, shit. Let's go. Let's do it. It's a good time. I'm down. But then you have to come one more time. Because I go to. I've been to uh, St. Michael's Festival. Am I invited? No. no, fuck, fuck no. you. Hell no, Andre. No. <laughs> this is a this is a your house or rules uh, field trip, but no, you ain't, oh, you ain't allowed to go. Oh no, well, I guess we're gonna have a their house, <laughs> their rules. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's right. all rules around here, man. <laughs> yeah, no, we need to start doing some fucking adventures. We definitely are. I mean, I definitely have seen since like because I've had a close relationship with you, Andre, for a, for a while now. Shit, I can't. When was it? San Holo? Yeah, San Holo. Was the first <laughs> He's time here, actually. Yeah, he, San Holo. Our special so, guest, San Holo. Funny Holo. story. <laughs> this is how I met Keith. Uh, we're at a San Holo show, and I'm standing here, you know, and I kind of look over and I glance. I was like, "Oh my God, bro! Fucking San Holo standing right next to me. He's just gonna walk through the crowd and get up on stage." And I'm just like looking at him, looking at the stage, and then San Holo walks up. I'm like, dude, who the fuck is this? And that's how I met. Dude, Keith. I've never heard yeah. that story, but that's hilarious. <laughs> no, we were we were oh at my God. we were at Bogarts, and like he legitimately <laughs> God, thought so I was Son Holo. And now, if you if you go look up like Son Holo's Instagram, <laughs> excuse me, the beast is coming out. <laughs> the beast is coming out. If you go look up Son Holo on uh, like Instagram or just Google search him or whatever, like. I do kind of look like him, <laughs> and like we were there, and like w- it's not even had... kind of though. Like you look like him. Like, yeah, you it, thought it, that it, was you in you that picture look of him. Like him, bro. Well, there's that one picture where he has like the lighter, and it's like lighting up his face type thing. You know what I'm talking about? You guys Miller have the same facial features. Yeah, Miller sent that one. It was he has a little bit of a wider like button nose than mm. I do. I got that fucking big long yeah, big, nose. You got yeah. Nose. <laughs> yeah. So, like, uh, we do look similar, but I remember we were there, and, like, for me, it was one of the worst sets that I've seen, like, of all time. It was beautiful. I did not enjoy Son Uh, Holo. It was absolutely I saw him at Bonnaroo, and he he plays a different set than the music that he actually puts out. Well, it's because, so, that set was his album one set, and that's a very, like, down-low album. But then, like, I saw him two weeks later. here's, Here's the thing. So, when I went into the show... I had thought that I was going to get Son Holo like 2017 Bonnaroo, which I was not at, but I had heard plenty of things like Jack. See, that's what, Jack, that's what I saw my too. My cousin Jack, and it was a straight DJ set that he did, from mm-hmm. what I understand. Yeah. Jack has been to a million festivals, a million shows, seen Bass Nectar like 20 something times or some shit like that. And he told me that Son Holo Bonnaroo 2017 was one of the top five sets that he has ever seen. And I See, went in there and he had like his guitar out and he was just like strumming one chord and fucking humming and shit like that. I'm like, what are we watching? It was and an now, album now I, I, I've heard that they're getting better, but at the same time, Bogarts is one of the most trash venues that we have. See, everybody says that, and I 
enjoy going to Bogarts. I've never, but you get kicked out of Bogarts. Oh, I do not. <laughs> I am a good little girl and I don't get kicked out of Bogarts. I had to scan two but, tickets to get in one time because I had one person scan my ticket and then there was someone standing in the way so I wouldn't walk around. And the other guy standing on the other side stopped me. I was like, she just scanned my ticket and she looked the other way. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. So I had to scan my other See, ticket. Luckily, dude, I, I remember, remember. I've never had issues like that. I, Bogarts. I like Bogarts. Security is always a shit. The sound never is fucking as big or, or as, uh, as loud as it needs to be for the venue, which is like, it's like that, it's like that mid-grade fucking, uh, not, not even mid-grade, it's like a larger grade, uh, venue for, like, winter performances and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. when it comes down to it, like, Riverbend is obviously going to be the oh, biggest well, one. well, yeah, but that, that's, that we you have. can't compare Riverbend and Bogart. here's the thing, you can't have Riverbend during the fucking winter, so when it comes to that, all those bigger names well, are going to, the like, Well, they have the PNC Bogarts. Pavilion. They have the inside. And they just they built that Icon Music Center now, so Icon Music Center is going to start taking a lot of business from Bogart, is it, too. Is that, have you ever been there? I haven't. I haven't either. I heard it's I, pretty dope, what but... What is this? I've never even heard Really? It's down on the banks, but, I mean, you're never really going to hear too much electronic music there unless it's very mainstream. It, the only people I've ever seen the that, bigger venues usually don't, I don't have electronics. Well, I don't know if it's because I listen to country music, but the only people that I've seen where I'm like, where I know who they are, is country music artists. Country Which, music is actually like because I know a lot of people who don't really consider themselves like music heads uh, from like my earlier life or whatever. The concerts that they go to are always like country concerts. Dude, country concerts are fun. Yeah. They're a bunch of drunk I, 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 idiots, yeah. and they're so fun. You know how many people have tried to get me to go to a fucking country concert, and I just will not do See, it. See, you don't even have to like country, though. Here's like, the thing. I will That's say. what they always fucking <laughs> say. No, no, you they're don't They're always understand. like, oh, you don't have to like country. You go to get drunk and fucking look at the girls in the flannels and short jean shorts. But, but like, if you're, you're right, that, well, you're why right. the fuck would I spend fucking like 50 to 100 dollars to go see music that I don't want to hear when I can do the same shit over here. You know but if you say the same shit about electronic music, it's like you don't, you don't have to like the music. You go for the experience, the lights and all that. It's like, oh, well then where am I going? I'm like, okay, so the same shit you're telling me, like, it don't but fucking ele- work both Electronic places? music well, has see, like I've fucking had my visuals. That, uh, my friends that don't like electronic music, I, they might come just because they're my friends, but mm-hmm. I mean, I've had them come where they're like, actually, this is pretty damn fucking cool. But we go to country concerts and stuff. But country concerts, you have to go see the right people. Like, Zach Brown Band. Yeah, I'd like to go see they that. They are, it's like a rock concert. It's fucking dope. I promise. I promise. I, you're not going to get me to do it. So, here's, you're here's, missing out on here's life, Here's the bro. thing about fucking electronic that, like, I understand why people don't want to get into electronic music. I understand why they're fucking scared to go or whatever. But at the same time, you get to listen to completely mastered songs. There's not going to be anything fucked up. You get to see these huge-ass visuals with a laser show and shit like that. And, like, all you get with country music is just some, I fucked my sister That's down not- by <laughs> the That's not true. Not I rode true. my tractor to school one day. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking trash. Not true. <laughs> and, like, I don't want to go sit there and listen to music that I don't want to listen to because I can listen to any type of music except country. You want to bring me to fucking Grateful Dead and I have my fucking qualms with Grateful Dead because of their fans or whatever, but I'll go see a Grateful Dead concert. What's wrong I'm with not Grateful Dead fans? Go see, uh, oh. 
What's wrong with Deadheads? Really? Yeah. Oh, bro. It's like, man, I used to fucking tour with the dead okay, back okay, in okay, 1974. Okay. I've got a family ring, What man. about? What about? Hey, bro, you want to fucking buy some cocaine for $200 a gram? It's like, no, nah, I really don't want to hey, buy your hey, cocaine, hey, dude. What about Bass Nectar? Fucking <laughs> fans. Oh, oh, they're they're, they're the same thing. I hate Bass Nectar fans. Most EDM uh, fans or whatever are just like that. Uh, you get those looks where you're like, what no. the fuck? Not necessarily EDM fans, but Bass Nectar fans for sure. And I don't like the fans. I like Bass Nectar. I like the shows that he puts on, but like when I get around like Jack and all the people think down in Tennessee funny. and they're like, fucking Bass Nectar, man, I didn't fucking know I've seen him 36 times. Like, shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> But it's fucking dope. <laughs> literally I love people like them around the country. I love being around those difference people. Is, difference is, like, I, I like some of them, but when it gets down to like the whole like hardcore like you can't fucking tell someone that fucking bass nectar isn't really that good or if you can't tell someone that Gary Grateful Dead isn't that good because then yeah, they start getting right, confrontational right. and it's fucking it's stupid to be honest I really don't like the Grateful Dead like I, I can listen to their music but I it's just like eh yeah. Like it's not it's it's no. okay. And don't like, get me wrong, like I don't really mind their music. I've heard some of the shit that they put out. Like I can get down with the whole jam band scene. I have got down with some of the jam band yeah, scene. Yeah, I can like, too. Like bon- Bonnaroo yeah. Paradise Festival and shit like that that yeah. we have downtown. Like it's cool with it. I don't like Grateful Dead because of the fans. And like you said, with the Bass Nectar fans, they're very no, similar. Same. And I don't like them. <laughs> I don't like them because I just are think the same they're thing. funny. I met this guy in college who was a big Grateful Dead fan. His name was uh, his name was Jamie, I think. Yeah. Or Jim, no, Jimmy. His name was Jimmy, and he Jimmy. was a, the, the dude that had the long hair, had always wore tie dye. You never saw him without tie dye. Yeah. One of the coolest fucking people I've ever met. Yeah, and he's some so of, dope. And, and some of them are really cool. You know, th- this is one thing about Grateful Dead too. So I had a job interview, fucking oh, a couple God. weeks ago. And it was for an audio-video uh, technician job, which is like, you know, going up, setting speakers mm-hmm. up wherever it needs to. They do, they're, they're a huge company, and they've got locations all around the United States type thing. I went in there, and, like, I was doing the interview, and when they were talking to me, they're like, so what makes you want to, like, get into this field or whatever? I was like, well, I went to school for it, and I was like, but to be completely honest with you, I was like, music is just my life. Like, mm-hmm. fucking, it's, it's something that has always resonated with me. I was like, there's fucking a lot of fucking terrible things that I've experienced that, like, music has helped me get through. And I was like, and the thing is, like, since the day I was born, I've been exposed to fucking good music, like mm-hmm. Pink Floyd oh, and yeah. Led Zeppelin. Mm-hmm. And they were like... They're like, man, shit, you say one more and we might just give you the job. And I was like, well, shit, who is it? And they pointed over and I was like, the Cincinnati Reds? Because I didn't see it. It was blocked behind something. (laughs) I looked over and it was the fucking Grateful Dead skull. And I was like, "Eh, to be completely honest with you, man, I don't like the Grateful Dead. (laughs) And their faces kind of dropped a little bit. I thought it was a really good interview, but I lightweight feel like I might not have got that job because I didn't like the Grateful Dead. (laughs) Oh, well. I like well so the Bengals um you know how when you go to the game like there's these vendors that are outside that are not actual vendors they just have printed t-shirts of shit that they've made mm-hmm. they had the, there's this dude that was walking around our tailgate and he came up and he was like I've got these two shirts would you like to buy one and one was like a Grateful Dead with all like tie-dye Bengals it was, it was a, it's a dope ass shirt I, mm-hmm. I bought this shirt but there's another one that was cool but it wasn't as cool as that one Right. Now, I can't say any of the Grateful Dead songs' names. 
I, for, to be honest, I can't say hardly Dude, any bands. I don't bands even know they, if they actually have songs. The whole idea of them is like the jam band thing. Like, they just get up and start playing. Well, they have songs, like, on Spotify, like, the names of their songs and stuff. But, like, like I can't say, like, like I can only say a few Excision songs. And I love Excision. But I don't know the names of everything. I just know how they are. Yeah. So I had this dude come up to me at the in inside the stadium at the game. I was waiting in line for a beer. And he goes, he goes, uh, hey, Grateful Dead. He goes, how old are you? And I was like, 24. And he's like, oh, <laughs> name three songs. Doesn't and I was like, bro. <laughs> I was like, I have See, no clue. Drew, Drew's 26. And like, he is one of the biggest deadheads that I know. No, uh, yeah, but yeah. Drew, yeah. But I hate people that are like that. Like, that's but why that's I don't how like, Grateful Dead fans are. Like, that's why I don't like Grateful Dead. They're, like, no, I can't name any of their songs. Yeah. You play one of their top songs, I'd be like, oh, this yeah, sounds like Grateful that. Dead. Yeah. But no, I can't name their songs, and that pissed me off. Now, now here's the thing about it. I fucking, I've got a lot of songs that are downloaded on my like on my mixer and mm-hmm. stuff. I probably do not know the names. No, oh, well, me neither. Or either the name or the artist to like. 70% no, of No, me, me neither. Now, it's different with hip-hop or rock or something like that, but EDM? No. Uh, Hunter, I You just I, hear I the played... song and you like it. I'm like, fuck it. I'm like, oh, I remember this song yeah, when you see yeah, the name of yeah. it. You know the song, you, you know just don't song, necessarily don't know, the know the name of the song like, or the artist. I uh, How I was talking about that uh, house set that I played where I, at the end I freestyled heavy. Mm-hmm. I played this song and it's got a it's got like a heavy metal intro mm-hmm. and it's a dope song and Hunter came up to me and goes, Dude, what the fuck is that song? I said, I don't know. I don't know. He I goes, can find it for you he if goes, you need he it. He goes, What do you mean you don't know? I was like, I don't know the name of it And he's like, You played it. I was like, I understand I played the song. Yeah. To be honest, I picked the song because it was the same key in BPM, and I exactly. like. Yeah. It's something <laughs> and he that, was like, he was like, "What do you mean?" I was like, "You don't understand." Yeah. It, just, it's something that you try to work on. Like I've actively been like, I should really know these songs. Yeah, so no, when I people don't. are like, "Yo, what the fuck is that?" I can be like, "Oh, it's fucking this, that, and the other." Oh yeah, put like like, a, like putting a mix out. <laughs> you you, I had uh, Ingrid text me. She's like, "I need this song, this song, and this song," and I was like. Well, fuck. Okay. You got Shazam. You can. You can do yeah, it. yeah. I was like, fuck. All right. I had to go back on my computer and go to the set and like look through all of it. And I was like, mm-hmm. I think it's these songs. I don't know. And she was like, What do you mean? I was like, I'm, I don't fucking Dude, know, man. So, so I'm trying to do like this whole like NFT package for Beast Eyes Volume One, where I'm gonna like animate the the logo and like have the original artwork and have the original thing and do a visual mix to it and stuff like that. And I'm trying to find the song so I can do like a re-edit because. Going back, it's one of my most popular ones. Everyone always tells me like, "Yo, I listened to this at the Beast gym." Beast Eyes is like pretty good. Beast Eyes Volume One, like everyone good. is like, everyone's like, "Yeah, this shit's this shit's dope." I listened to this at the gym, but like, it needs some tuning because like it's it was right when I first started. It was my first mixtape. Oh, oh yeah. Outside of shit happens, which was technically just a set that I played at at, um, at yeah the original, the original or whatever, Wolves. and like I just need to tune that up. I'm so it. pissed I didn't go to the original one, and I don't know I don't know like. A couple of the songs that I played in that. I know, I know. And, like, well, well, how we did a we did a live mix um, for one of my for my mixtape that I just put out mm-hmm. the Red Line or the Red Line District, and uh, how you were like Bailey, yeah, let's go do, do this live mix. I didn't have it down like the set downloaded onto my computer. Right. 
And I was like, I think I know some. So the first half of it is the actual set, and then the next is just like right. just fucking putting it together. Right. And I was like, yeah, well, it worked. I mean, shit. When it comes down to it, I did one for Andre too. And if you haven't seen that video, definitely check that out. It's on this channel right here. It's uh, fucking trash. Do do you guys do you see why why you got why you gotta say it's trash, bro? Because everything I do is trash. I'm not a good DJ. Trash means good. Shut the fuck up, we Andre. Can do, we can do that, but Andre actually means it. <laughs> Hey, before your eyes wasn't trash. I, I stand by that. Before your eyes, time and a little bit of life goes on. Dude, but, but no. Those, those, those three so, were good. I barely knew who you were. I think I met you maybe two times. <laughs> and I was on my SoundCloud, like on the uh, like the For You page thing, mm-hmm. kind of. And the track by Smiles was on it. And I was like, all right. So I turned it on. And then I played it. We went, uh, it was me, John Miller, Katie, John's girlfriend, and we went to, it was Breakaway, and I had a speaker set up in the hotel room we were playing music. Mm-hmm. I played that song. And John goes, what the hell is this song? And I said, I don't know. And I looked it up, and I was like, it says it smiles. And Katie goes, Andre? And I was like, Andre smiles? And she goes, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, well, fuck, it's Andre. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, he was like, oh, my God, he's really good. I was like, yeah, I, he is really good. Yeah. And you need to get that into your head. You're no. good, bro. Yeah. Trash music said, day I die, let's go. Yeah. Well, I hey, mean, it's, we it's, can get down with that. It's one thing. <laughs> we do get down with that. Because I remember, I remember after uh, the first barrel set that I played, what was that, the fourth one? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Okay, well, Probably. The, the, the first barrel set I, I played... People kept coming up to me and were like, yo, that shit's so good. I was like, nah, that shit's fucking trash, bro. <laughs> and, like, it became a thing where, like, uh, uh, fucking Extract was on stage and he was playing his set. And the whole Dude. time I'm sitting there, I'm like, trash! That shit's trash! Like, it was one of the better sets that I've ever fucking Dude, heard from X-Rex a local DJ. Killed it. He killed it. Oh, my and, God. But, like, killed but it. like, everyone the entire night was like, yo, that shit was so trash in, like, a positive way. So, I understand what you do with that somewhat, but you do have a little bit of things that you need to fucking do. Because you got talent, man. A little bit. Yeah. If I had one piece of advice for you with your production side of things, I would be, I would probably say, add a little bit more substance to the tracks and work on the mastering. I'm Definitely. working on the mastering. Dude, Definitely. mixing and mastering hard. is a hard it's thing. It's hard as fuck. Everybody's like, oh, to yeah, make music, make music. I'm like... All right, yeah, make music now. Make it sound how it's supposed yeah. to sound. Yeah. To be honest, when I when I when I make my first track, which it's on the way, I I am getting it. I'm actually fucking putting my nose to the fucking grindstone and actually doing it. Oh yeah. Yes, I was telling Andre when we were walking back from getting the forties <clears throat> that I've got I've gotten a lot of my like I'm making all the sounds in serum and stuff. I'm trying not to use that many samples that like you get off of uh, like splice, splice and stuff. I and just get my vocals off of Splice. Yeah, I, I, you told me that that one time. I was like, how the fuck did you get all these vocals <laughs> that, off Splice? That's, some, that's something that we probably need to, because like, they're they're cool. They are what they are, but I don't want fucking the same vocals that everyone else has. When you I'll start reaching lying. out and fucking finding people be who okay. like I'll rap. Be I'll, I'll tell you that right now. I'll rap for anyone fucking give me what you need. <laughs> okay. He's going he's gonna to do the fucking EP. He's got that trap song that he's putting on the EP that he said he wants me to do it ever. I got it. You're going to rap? You're going to be surprised. I promise that. Okay, all right, all right. Yeah. I've heard you it's rap. It's called Progress. I can't wait for it. I've heard you rap. When? We'll see. It, 
fucked up at your kitchen table. That's when. It's so funny. Oh, are you talking about when I freestyle? No. Oh, <laughs> hell no. Nah. Oh, wait, wait. Wait, did you get, did you, have you like made like. No, I'm talking about like sitting down and writing something. Oh, oh, all right. Yeah, no. All right. Fuck, hell no. I would not freestyle. Why would I freestyle a track? I don't fucking know. Eminem does it. Why, why can't you be like Eminem? Eminem does not freestyle his tracks. Does he really not? No. Oh, if she ever tries to fucking leave if, again, I'm going to tie her to the bed and set this house on fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bro, I've got some fucking. Eminem's so fucking. He's so good, but god damn. He, his, it's degenerate. Uh, That's why I love him. Doesn't Lil Wayne freestyle all his tra- uh, tracks no. too? Uh, okay, so here's the thing, too. A lot of people uh, have a misconception of what the fucking term freestyle means. A freestyle is like a, um, it's like something that you have written down but ne- haven't necessarily released yet. So when you see, like, Shade 45, the Five Fingers of Death or whatever, you'll see people rapping, and sometimes you'll see what they put on the Five Fingers of Death come out in another song with a beat. It's because they have the, song, the lyrics written down. And they have everything ready to go, but it's not something they've actually produced produced yet. I, I saw LL Cool J, Sway, and someone else talking about this one time. A freestyle is not off the top of the dome. What people nowadays think is that when they say, yo, give me a freestyle, they think like, oh, come up with some shit. Hmm. It is not that easy to do that shit. Anybody who can do it, and there's very few people who can. And like, if you've ever heard Eminem actually fucking come off the top of the dome, it's not very good. It's better than most, but it's not. It's not all the way there. Hmm. So that's where people get the, the misconception of like freestyling and off the top of the dome. Off the top of the dome, no one can put together a good song off the top of the dome. They can't. No. Uh, they can't. I can't put together yeah. a song in general. Yeah. So. And if you're like a tra- <laughs> if you're like a trained rapper who fucking actually knows what they're doing, they have lines in their head that fucking they know and they can like recite and put it to a beat or whatever and that's how they kind of get the freestyles they are but that just comes down to being prepared uh, this is horrible <laughs> say it again I already got so buzz and I don't even think I've gotten halfway through how much it, 5.9 well how much do you drink Andre I don't drink very often no more Really? Back in my Japan days, that shit was fucking cool. Oh. Tell us some shit about Japan, yeah. man. Oh, man. I was a Let's fucking degenerate it. over there. Uh, well, yeah, Marines, man. Yeah, fucking. Wait, it. you were a Marine? Yeah. I just thought you, I, you, no, you I say, was, he always <laughs> says, I'm always in the military. He was. He doesn't say, hey, I'm a Marine. The yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right. I, I, which I, is odd. Go on. Usually go the <laughs> Marines are like, I'm a fucking Marine. Yeah, yeah, no, I didn't know he was a Marine. Yeah, I was, I was in the Marine Corps for six years and nine months, I think. Well, yeah, six oh years and nine God, months. That's so a long, how weird old are odd, you? I'm 26. What the? I didn't know you were 26 either. Yeah, uh, wow, it, it is funny baby. because like I'll tell people at Why work. Why am I like, the oldest one? Like, <laughs> I uh, I was talking to one of my my supervisor at work about fucking like IT shit, and I was, I was like, yeah, I don't miss IT. He's like, oh, you did IT? I was like, yeah, I did IT for about seven years. And he's like, oh, really? I was like, we got you this one. Like, didn't want to do IT no more. Like, I mean, I could always fall back on it if need to be, but uh. Yeah, fucking, my time in Japan was fucking dope as fuck. Met some cool-ass people. Like, one of them actually lives in Indianapolis. I spent the night at his house uh, before we went to the Indy 500. Mm-hmm. And, uh... How was that, by the way? Uh, I got my first sunburn ever. I'm fucking 26 years old and got my first sunburn you, ever. Dude, you dark black. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not just a little bit black. Like, I'm, 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 I'm up there, shit. I got a question. What's up? And it's not, it's not. I don't want to sound racist from asking this. Well, I'm not it's already going to gonna sound racist. Now. <laughs> what does, what when you get a sunburn, what is your, like, our, our skin looks red. What What is your, dude, did you it just, just feel the pain? It just looks darker. 
like my forehead was burning when we fucking left and I was like, I think I got sunburned. And I felt my forehead the next day. I was like, it kind of feels scaly. And now it's starting to peel and really? shit like that. Really? Like, so so uh, um, a couple weeks back, me and Sam went over to uh, uh, Chris's house when he was in Canada uh, ha- having delivering his baby. Uh, fucking, oh, her name is Aria Celeste. What a goddamn That's champion. Awesome. Name. That's awesome. Yes. Yes, I, I, I it's fucking that, great, and congrats to Chris, one of my best friends of all time, with his newborn child. Like, I'm proud of you, man. But uh, when we were <laughs> Way over to there, have good swimmers. When we were over there, Max was. Uh, we were just sitting out, and we had this little inflatable pool, and uh, we were chilling. Max is light skinned but like he had this like low cut shirt or whatever. And by the end of the day, after us sitting there all day, it was noticeable how much darker his fucking. So so okay, so you guys just get darker. I yeah, didn't. I didn't. Darker. I, that was just. A, uh, that was just. An, I was just ignorant to I the fact of what it was. I, I was curious. Uh, it was from me in high school. I think it was the blackest I've ever been in my entire life. But you just look at the picture, and it's like someone just fucking cut out the fucking picture, and it's like a fucking black background on that motherfucker yeah. or something like that. Down there in Florida, bro. Yeah, yeah, but that was when I was playing football, being in the sun all day, damn near year round and shit. You know, like that. I, and I then got dark you, as you fuck. only got a sunburn in Indianapolis. Well, here's why: because we got out there at six thirty in the morning, and we didn't get oh, back yeah. in the car until like four thirty in the afternoon. Indy five hundred something else. Yeah. My whole and family we were in the used snake to go there every too. year for decades. So we were just out in the sun the whole time. Like who, we had to. Who played snake pit? Uh, it was fucking Dead Mouse, Martin Garrix, oh, Galantis, yeah. uh, <laughs> yeah. Yellow Claw. You don't want to see Dead Mouse. I, I, that was the only mouse. set I was Dude, like, I, I don't like Dead dope. Mouse as a fucking person, let alone his music. So. Oh really? Yeah, Dead Mouse is a he piece a bad person? Shit. Yeah, I he really is. Like, there was uh there was one time where he fucking people were getting on him about how he was acting, and he's like, I don't want to be a role model. I just want y'all to leave him the fuck alone. I don't want people to look up to me. Like, I'm like, dude, you can't just fucking. Well, I mean, okay, going from not being anybody and then being famous. But like I don't he's know, still but a dick about I, it. I definitely like, can understand yeah, that, man. It, because like I'm I'm definitely perceived as a very confident person and like I am a confident person, but at the same time, like when I'm alone and fucking thinking about the things that fucking I do, like just all alone and shit, it gets to some very dark fucking like antisocial type places. Mm-hmm. And when you have Everybody made a name that. of yourself and everyone is like Yo, he's such an awesome person, blah, 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 just because of, like, the music that you make. I can see how that would create a disconnect. Well, and especially, like, an electronic artist, he's in, I mean, he's on a laptop making music. He probably doesn't have anybody there while he's doing it. Like, he's just doing it. His mind. He's being antisocial by just making music, and that's probably what he does all the time. Yeah, I mean, I mean but there's, a there's, lot of DJs are very odd, or a lot of producers are very odd antisocial people because they they were the weird kids that were just like, oh, I learned I mean, how to fucking make music. I mean, shit, fucking, you kind of got to be that way in order to fucking... Make electronic music. Actually, make, yeah. not even make electronic music, make music. Because at some point, like... I'm recently reaching a point where, like, I want to sit down and actually fucking grind and fucking make music and fucking DJ and fucking work on the podcast and do my streaming thing because, like, before before that, like, it was all just partying and fucking being a socialite and stuff like that. And when you're doing that, like, the amount of times I've fucking been in a room where, like, I felt completely alone in a room full of people is outstanding. 
Like, no, I feel that way too. Yeah, I'll be in here fucking like when we're working on a song, I'm in here fucking producing shit and everybody else out there fucking drinking and all that. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. I'm in here grinding hard as fuck and I'm like, hey Keith, come check this out. I gave you your props you for that you one night that. too. I was like, dude, I give you props fucking because we're all out here partying and shit and you could care less. You just want to fucking finish this goddamn song. Dude, God, I'm yeah. getting to that point where I'm like, I could care less if I go to somebody else's house. I just want to sit down in my basement on my computer. Well, that's what just be alone. That's what like, I'm. That's what I'm trying to do with your. I want to create an environment where like we can come over here and like someone can work on a track. Sam can work on his artwork. Fucking yeah. people can work on everything, and we can still fucking have like that social thing where we're all working together and stuff. But then you get into that aspect of like needing to fucking put your shit forward and fucking meet people and you socialize mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Well, yeah, you. I mean, that's where a lot of DJs have issues on like how we were talking beforehand on it's how you who you know and whatever a lot of a lot of djs are anti-social people and they when they go to shows and stuff like like say throwing the barrel shows if i see a dj that goes to the shows and isn't booked like i've never booked him before but they have come to show after show at the barrel Mm -hmm. i'm like oh they're putting the work in they're having a good time at the shows that i'm throwing maybe i should put them on a show and they, they, that's a horrible I, in my mind that's a horrible way to look at it but that's how it is in the whole electronic oh, world is. of or at least the local scene it's, it's the entire it's really the entire fucking uh, famous fucking type thing yeah like it's all about who you know like you can be a talented actor you can be a talented musician you can be a talented whatever will get you to that fucking level of stardom but there's also a million other people that are just mm-hmm. as talented as you. Yep. So it becomes who you know. Yep. Yeah. It does, yeah. And like, I mean, shit, I'm fucking, I got yeah. a snub for fucking Geek Out fucking that's coming out next week and, you know, I'm not fucking mad about it or I'm fucking not saying that they should do their thing. I think that's going to be an excellent time. They've definitely got the setup. They've got the artist to do so. But, when I look at it and look at, like, the views that I have on SoundCloud and, like, the amount of people that are paying attention to me, I think that I should have been able to play a show there. And it didn't necessarily happen. It is what it is, but I also understand the fucking community and the fucking mindset behind it. And, like, I haven't done what I need to do to fucking meet the people that I need to be to play that yeah. festival. Well, I mean, the thing about Geek Out is I was even nervous about not getting on. Like... And I go to shows, and I, like, I go to more shows than you do, and I have met people and whatever, but I was still nervous about not getting on. But I did not think that you would not get on, and I didn't know that you applied. I definitely didn't think you wouldn't get, would, would not get on. But, I mean, it, I mean, it's, I don't understand how, I understand the aspect of throwing shows because I do it, and, like, you can't get everybody onto the lineup, yep. but there are people on the lineup that are li- like littler. I'm not. I'm not a big DJ, but littler that you guys are yeah. in the whole aspect of, as a whole are bigger than them. Yeah. So it, it is confusing. And and it's not even bigger too. It's one of those things where like you reach a fucking uh, like. I don't think people necessarily understand the fucking reach that I have. And I'm not saying that, like, I have a fucking reach that's, like, huge or anything like that. Like, people are going to tour all around. But, like, 
the Nashville community. Oh yeah. I'm way more fucking involved with like people in Nashville and shit like that than I am around here. Oh, I've thought about moving to Nashville so many times. Yeah. So many times. I'm Just because of how uh, I am too. Just because of how the music scene is there from my perspective, and it this is our music scene. It's it's falling apart. I've 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 seen a lot of posts on Facebook from different people where they're like, I don't want to play shows anymore in Cincinnati. And it's because of the scene in Cincinnati. Well, it's because of the people that throw the shows, which I know a lot of people that run shows in Cincinnati, and they're great people. But sometimes, it, you I mean, you're always going to make mistakes, and sometimes they make those mistakes, and yeah. that makes people turn I mean, away from them. The, the thing about the uh, community that we have in Cincinnati compared to everywhere else, like, if you're a aspiring... DJ in the Cincinnati community, usually it's all like rhythm and house, like really heavier house yep. music type shit. And, and if you go, if you go yeah, out, if you go out of like the Midwest, that scene ain't really there. They like more of that, like what I like to call funk step, where like they incorporate horn, like live horns yeah. and fucking live well, guitar and shit. That, like that. I mean, that's or Nashville. Music you know, and shit. But Nashville is you know the music city. Uh, capital of the United yeah, States. Well, you know? it's, it's music city. Yeah, that's the reason why I fucking because Jack has fucking tried to get me to move to Nashville so much. But the thing that I don't want to do there is it's so overly saturated. And to be completely honest with you, no one in Nashville like the fucking like mid tier. Like, there's been a couple people like Proto Height that's fucking bl- blown up and shit like that. But I for the most he part, was from Nashville. yeah, there's most a lot of, of the people though they don't want to go outside of Nashville. I know a lot of DJs down there that like they just want to play local shows and will not go anywhere out of Nashville. It's like. You're, you're, it's cool that you want to fucking grow your community and stuff, but it's so overly saturated in that fucking community. Branch out a little bit and see what you can do there. Yeah. And I like, mean, but it like, is I hard wanna, to branch out. I don't want to put myself in that bubble. I would rather go and fucking move with Dalton in Atlanta than I would for yeah. to move down well, to you, fucking You know Nashville. one DJ that is, that is branching out that I... I'm super proud of him for actually doing it because, you, like you said, a lot of the DJs, at least that we know in Nashville, they they stay in Nashville. They don't really branch out. Is uh, the is B Dubs the guy that I had on the Barrel Show? Yeah. He is playing like I, I see his he's Facebook post all the time. He he's playing in like like at the uh, barrel, he Arkansas was talk- and like yeah. He, at the he's barrel, he was everywhere. telling me he was like, yo, I've got a show in Arkansas. I've got a show in fucking uh, Florida. He's, yeah, he's got shows everywhere. Yeah, I'm like, and that's awesome. And that's that's, great. that's those are the people like, like yeah, we think so highly of the DJs that we know in Nashville that actually that are like at the top of their scene in Nashville. Mm-hmm. And B Dubs, I I don't know that. I mean, obviously we don't live in Nashville. We don't go to all of the shows in Nashville. Whatever. But I think B-Dubs, because he's kind of like a mid-tier DJ in Nashville, but he's branching out that far, he's the one that's going to go somewhere. Yeah. It's, it's, it's... I don't know about that, and the reason why is because he has a very heavy, like, dubstep-type rhythm-type vibe to him, and that's just not the vibe down in Nashville. Well, no, that's why he's branching out, though. Yeah. I mean, we don't know what the scene in Arkansas is, or, you know... Like, I mean, I saw, or, um, God, what the hell is his name? Uh, the guy that lives in Arkansas, uh, shit. Fuck. We went to sudden death with him, and we went over to his house. You were not with us. It was just me and John and my ex and 
Oh, is it one of Miller's friends? Yeah, it's one of Miller's friends. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. But they, his whole crew at least, which was like, there was like 20 people at his house. His whole crew at least loved like heavy, heavy dubstep. And now that's not speaking for the whole Arkansas EDM community. I have no clue what the Arkansas EDM community is. Well, they've got the Con Festival, so. Well, I thought Wakon was out in Pennsylvania. No, it's in it's in Arkansas. It's on it's on like a mountain range, isn't it? Mulberry Mountain. Mulberry Mountain. Yeah. I could have swore that was in Pennsylvania. Whew. Yeah, no. It, maybe Mulberry Mountain is what because there's a um what's that festival out there? No, that's in Scranton. I I uh, I know what you're talking about. Um, fuck, what yeah, is that? There's one in Pennsylvania that's in uh it's Scranton or some shit, and they have like jam bands and fucking more like the grammatic type shit. Yeah. But yeah. But no, I mean, to be honest, the the place that people throw festivals and stuff like Lost Lands, yes, and Cincinnati scene and and Columbus scene, the rhythm and heavy dubstep is a huge thing. But I don't think that's what Excision was like pointing out. No. I think he just found a venue well, that was no, 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 big no. enough to hold is that. Is it Backwoods you're talking about? Uh, it might be Backwoods. We got Backwoods Springtime, Arkansas uh, Brew Glass, yeah, fuck Brewgrass, Power Music, Riverfest, Eureka Springs. Backwoods I think it was sounds, Backwoods. Yeah, it sounds yeah. familiar. I think Mulberry Mountain might be the one out in like the Scranton area or whatever. I can't remember the name of it for the life of me, but they have like this one uh, band that's always there. Bass Nectar played there all the time. And like it's a good, it, it, it's it's a really dope fucking show that they play. But it is on like a mountain, and the problem that they have is like the campers. Like if it rains, they just get oh, they get God. absolutely yeah, flooded. Because like isn't shit. the stage like at the top, and like basically you're just no. The camping up. sites are there, so oh. it's all down in that inner bowl. You were talking about excision, and like he just kind of picked a venue. I think he just picked a no, venue. No, he picked Legend Valley, and when it comes down to it, Legend Valley and Red Rock are like the two fucking serious natural amphitheaters that dude legend valley is and that is one thing that i will say if you are interested in checking out the electronic community um lost lands really 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 has the production that you want to go to now i don't i know a lot of people are turned off by like the rhythm and the fucking heavy dubstep and shit like that it's a heavier crowd they have some that are outside that and you can go to it and see like other shit that is I mean, not they're, just they're all the heavy more. shit but there's a reason why fucking he did it there it's because it is one of the best sound productions i've ever heard period well, it is dude disgusting. The, the amount of sound that he brings to that festival is crazy, but what? But sucks it's not just the sound that the he year? brings; it's the fucking tuned. Well, like you can bring a fucking one point five million watts of bass, but the fact that you can hear the highs over that too. The, oh god! The, the year that Beautiful. we didn't go last year, mm-hmm. we didn't go to Lost Lands last year. I heard from uh, it was some guy at Mad Frog. I can't remember who. I meet I meet way too many people in that <laughs> But it was some guy at Mad Frog, and he was like, did you go to Lost Lands last year? And I was like, no, nah, I, I didn't go to Lost Lands last year. I wish I did. He goes, to be honest, because of all the complaints around Legend Valley from Lost Lands, they had to turn the music down. That's why they... And they had to make it not as spectacular. They did that the year we were there. I don't think so. Yes, they did. At 12 o'clock, they turned all the shit at half mass. Oh, I you don't remember that. that? You no. remember Champagne Drip fucking on the side stage at fucking half volume? Oh, oh, well, no, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, like, main stage during the actual festival. They didn't have main stage past 12. I know. I'm not talking about past 12. I'm talking about in general. He was, like, he was like the actual, like, excision set. You know, he plays three sets or whatever that whole festival. 
He said excision set from the year that we went to this year or to last year, the volume of the music and the way that it hits. Like when you're at Lost Lands, you it's like you can barely talk because of the bass hitting you in the chest. I disagree with that totally. Really? Yes. Oh, I do not. Yeah. When I went to Lost Lands, it was fucking. It, it was beautiful. It was. I, it li- was beautiful. It I'm was, not saying it no, wasn't. No, it was literally the best tuned sound system I have ever heard in my entire life. It was. I can sit here, fucking, two hundred feet from the stage, and fucking be able to talk to you. But still hear the highs, mids, and lows all perfectly tuned together. Now, the problem that fucking arose with it was that after 12 o'clock, because they have so many issues with Thornville and the community that fucking around that, not the EDM community, but the people that just live there, they had to turn it down after that time because, like, people were talking, like, 10 miles away, we could feel our houses shaking. No, well, that's why I, I went to bed at Lost Lands, like, you know me. I, I, if I am out of music Yeah, festival, you're a bitch. No, 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 no. <laughs> At your house, I'm a bitch, because I'm like, fuck you guys, I'm going no, to bed. You like that all the time. Oh, no, I home. am not. I'm going to no, throw this really cool show not. at the barrel, and then, like, you know what? I might just pass out at fucking 12 o'clock. All right, hey, Kevin Hart, chill lies. out. Lies. Lies. No, like, Bonnaroo. You, actually, I, I didn't meet you when I was going to Bonnaroo. I, I, I was around you. I did not know who you were. I never met you. Yeah, never I know, but we were we were no, we were around each other because yeah, I was we hanging out with John and um, who the fuck's the long haired dude? Uh, he looks like a Greek god. I know exactly who you're talking about. I was uh, thinking about him the other day. Fuck, I can't, I can't remember his name. Jacob. Is. No, no. no. <laughs> he did that because <laughs> when we did the fucking live stream at your house on Eden. Yeah, he, he played. He, did, yeah. he started out with that fucking uh, dude, Eternal Now fucking LS Dream with the fucking uh, yeah, stupid ass. Gas. This is LS Dream is gas, bro. He yes. is by far the best producer in the game right now. You want to know what's crazy? Like, I never listened to very much LS Dream, but when I saw him at fucking Hijinks, one dude, of my favorite fucking bro, stats. LS like, Dream is Fucking truth, bro. Like. Since the day that we saw him at the Wakan tour in 2018, when he had just switched from Brills to fucking LS Dream and started doing his thing, me, Max, and Mills Holy have fuck. been on. LS Dream was Brills? Yeah. Yes. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Brills, used to Brills make has this song. Brills, ha- yeah, Brills has this song that's like, it talks about like an alien invasion. And I've been trying to find. A remix of that for like the past two weeks. I can't fucking find it. It's in my likes somewhere, but I have fucking like five thousand songs in my likes. So <laughs> who knows if I ever will find it again? Yeah. But I didn't know that. That's dope. Yeah, that's bills. Huh. But we're Sorry, starting to get we're about. starting to get to the end of the podcast. So I'm gonna go ahead and move it into our last segment of the fucking podcast, which is always what you've been sipping on, any type of media that you've been consuming. What we got, y'all? Andre, I'll start with you. Uh, I mean, I don't really pay attention to media too much. The only thing I've really been seeing, like... Media? I'm, you listen to music all the yeah, time. Yeah, music. Oh, like music-wise. Any, any, music any, you've heard, any, any fucking type of shows media. that you've watched, fucking anything. Um, I know you watch TV. Uh, I really only watch Family Guy. Like that's. Oh, I mean, Family Guy season oh. twenty just ended. I'm waiting for the new season to They're come out of that. They're still making those? Yeah, they apparently, I think oh, they got... Know, fucking, is Family Guy syndicated? What the fuck does that mean? Syndicated means that they will continue making that fucking show until there is no more interest in it. No, what yeah. fuck. Yeah, they're not gonna stop. Like I was, I was kind of nervous about it, but I looked and apparently they're, uh, they already approved like season twenty one and season twenty two. 
So like yeah. they're gonna they're it's, they're out of not, ideas one hundred percent. They're well, just pulling shit out of their ass now. Syndicated is one of those things where it's like year by year, but like it's syndicated into the network. So uh, like Family Guy is I don't know who fucking produces CBS. ABC, one of those big companies or whatever. I, I don't watch they, any of those. They will no. continue making Family Guy until there is no more interest and they will not be able to make money in, in, into it. South Park syndicated through fucking Comedy Central. See, South Park, Family Guy, all those, I literally, sometimes I'll turn them on, but I'm usually not watching them. I am I'm uh, doing other things. They're great shows. I, I am, I don't, I can't even think of the word, but like Monday, every Monday when I get in, like when I get in bed and get ready to go to sleep, I look for two things. Uh, Family Guy, new, uh, new episode of Family Guy because they release on Mondays at 3, uh, 3 a.m. on Hulu. And then there's this uh, meme guy who I've been following. I think they're at, uh, it's called Unusual Memes on YouTube. I've been following them since, I think, number 118. And right now they're on, like, 180-something. And they release them almost every single week. And I've watched back to, like, you know, the 50th one or whatever. And, like, I've just watched this dude's channel blow up. But when I tell you some of the, like, not as much anymore, but, like, when the first couple ones I used to see, like, some of the funniest shit I've ever seen in my life. So, it's like, I literally get in bed every Monday night, and those are the two things I look forward to. The new episode of Family Guy, which there aren't any right now because they uh, just released season 20, episode 20, a couple weeks back. So, we got to wait for season 21 later this year. And then the meme compilation. I fucking watch it. It's, like, religiously every single Monday. That's exactly what I do. Like, that's how you have so many good memes. Yeah, I mean, I, I see. Well, I mean, memes are trash, bro. They're they're not as good anymore. Like I've kind of like I tell they're people all the time. If I could share the memes that I wanted to, mm-hmm. <laughs> bro. Like I tell people all the time, I can't I'm like, share those. Well, like you're like, oh, I'm better at shit posting you. Yeah, like people are like, I'm better at shit posting you. I'm like, dude, like I don't really do it as there's much anymore. Like between, I've been doing this shit since there's 2010. A, there's a difference between being better at shit posting and fucking at this point in time, knowing being you're willing to fucking post the shit that you yeah. really want to post. Because I don't post anywhere oh. close. Like fucking eighty percent of the great memes that I oh, have, yeah. I can't post on fucking Facebook, bro. It was like well, I used to be able to like at, at like way back when like I could post whatever, you know, it was like my family eventually got over it. Like this dude's crazy as hell. Like they don't even like my mom will see shit I post and I'm like probably shouldn't be posting. Yeah, my family's giving up on me for the most But part. like nowadays <laughs> like I'll see something I'm like that's funny as fuck, but I'm like I can't share that. Like, you know, like I'm at a point where like so with this whole music thing, me doing music, I'm like Okay, I'm at a point point where, like, I mean, it's not even stuff that's just absolutely horrible. It's just, like, certain people may not like what I post. It's not even the persona that you fucking put forward. It's the algorithm. algorithm. Because if you put more fucking statuses a day... And like say Charlie and Chapman Factory. I told you. I yeah, said I did not. Hey, I said you. Yeah, I said you released a song. We released a song. You need to fucking not post like you normally do, mm-hmm. just because the fucking amount of shit that you post. It's it'll what cover it's, it up. it's what yep. it'll cover it up yep. with all the shit that are looking at it. Yep. So I gotta take a step back for a second. Yep. I've gone through my page and like I've noticed that with like my music and like general like I've posted I posted my music. I was like. I made this post at 12.42 p.m. talking about my music, you know, oh my God, I just released a new song. It's my favorite thing I've ever released. Two likes. 
Yeah. The very next post, three minutes later, forty fucking likes, and I'm like, yep. what? Yeah, it's the algorithm. Are way, it's, well, that's not even not even the algorithm. It's more fucking. People are more likely to fucking slap a like on fucking a funny meme than they are for your own shit. To be honest, it's fucked up. It's fucked up, but it does work that way. So I've and seen the more and more likes you get, the more and more comments they get, the more and more it's going to boost it on other people's pages. Yeah. So the, something that I've seen that I I haven't talked to you about is that um, like a lot of like DJs are posting like their track and whatever, but then like with it, they're posting like a funny meme with it. Mm-hmm. And that's like that's what I like. I don't yeah. post memes with it, but I've gotten to the point where like I start talking shit about like I don't know if you saw when I first announced that we were releasing Charlie and the Trapping Factory. I'm like, hey, me and Spills got some fresh pressed garbage off the fucking doll. Like, yeah. you know, it's just like okay, I'm incorporating who I am as a person, just a fucking com- comical person, into my music stuff. And it was like even though all my music, like I make melodic and you know, kind of low down, not necessarily sad, but emotional music. So I was like, I gotta find a way to kind of mix those together yep. to where I can be the person I am but post the music that I make even yep. though like I mean and also I mean I know you have like a smiles page on Facebook or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um try to promote that smiles page as much as you can and get the likes up on that or the mm-hmm. sh- or whatever I think it's likes. Um and so when you post on the smiles page, post all your music on the smiles page, everything, then you'll get more likes on that. Like it'll it'll hit the algorithm different different. Mm-hmm. I I just had a post hit the algorithm randomly. Uh, I don't know if you saw it. Uh, I got a new jersey from Focus, which his jersey's dope as fuck. Have you seen that? Yeah. I gotta show you a picture of it. But like his new jersey's dope as fuck. Like a lot of DJ jerseys, and like I'm like no by means no means shitting on. I got some cool ass DJ jerseys, but a lot of them they're like black and they'll add a little bit of color to it, mm-hmm. or they're white and they'll add a little bit of color to it. This dude went fucking all out with this fucking jersey and like it's oh shit yeah like oh I saw that post I yeah, didn't know I'm that like, was focused and on. so I posted this on my smiles page and then like it's reach was like a fucking thousand people in yeah. like last couple days I'm like yep None of my stuff ever gets to that on there and like it's weird what actually well did hits you po- did you tag focus in it no or wait did, or, I might have but like even when I've tagged other people and stuff like it just doesn't hit algorithms it's weird like for example, on Facebook, my most shared post right now didn't expect anything to happen to it. I went on Facebook. I posted, I'm a slut for bass. That's all I posted. 3,000 shares. I'm like, what? Yep. Yep. Uh, like, the, the algorithm for Facebook is odd. Mm. Uh, the, the Facebook algorithm is not in our favor as, as DJs or producers. And memes ever. are always going to be better um, better on the algorithm for me on Facebook, and my music doesn't really get too many. Like, every now and then people start sharing it. It's like, okay, then it'll get a little bit better. But yeah, but also, you, you, can't, you can't take the, um, the like, your... Uh, engagement on Facebook or any social media site as uh, sorry oh, we lost video too oh, we oh did. nice no that's cool I figured it might have but continue <laughs> okay uh, you can't take that as um, like a true um, gauge of yeah, how your things scroll are doing. past it and it'll yeah, count yeah, as a yeah, reach yeah. yeah yeah you can't yeah, well, well I'm not even saying that like um Take like the amount of listens that a track gets, or not even don't even take likes of a track or the shares of a track, because you that'll fuck with your head too much. Mm-hmm. 
just the amount of listens of it. Because I listen to songs where I'm like, God, that's a good song, and I forget to like it, mm-hmm. or I forget to share it. Like, it's not, it's not, it, the way that our world works now, people are so quick to um, just scroll past things or listen to it and be like, man, that's awesome, and then be like, fuck, I can't find it again. But that's just how the world we live in with social media. That's why I never do that. Yeah, anymore. so social media is a cancer. In all honesty, it's not. It's not the greatest thing in the world. My track before your it's eyes a gift blew and a curse. up. Like yeah. if you like for for just one streaming service, that song has more likes than anything I've ever released, and it got that it got to that point in one weekend. Yep. Like I released it on Friday. It was, Tuesday, also, it was also the best thing that you released, though. It, it was, but like. I don't think that it was a billion times better no, than that. Well, I, see, I do understand that. So you, I do understand like, that. That's, that's talking about our sets. How we, I was like, uh, you'll, you'll go play a set and you'll be like, God, that was fucking horrible. And then you'll get off stage and people are like, oh my God, that's one of the best sets I've ever heard you play. Mm-hmm. You are way too hard of a critic on yourself. Everybody, like, everybody has that That's disease. another gift and a curse. Yeah, too. everybody has it's that good, disease. It's good to have that criticism to yourself to be able to be like, yo, I can do better here, I can do better here, I can do better here. But at the same time, if you get too far into it, then all of a sudden you are fucking creating a dynamic that is not conducive to you making good shit. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So, like, so, Bailey. What? What you been <laughs> sipping on? <laughs> Uh, I mean, to be honest, I I got t- together the barrel lineup. Yeah, yeah. I oh, released yeah. that shit. Yeah, um, seventh, right? I think so. I I have not been keeping really good track of <laughs> what installment it is. It's kind of like a. It's kind of just like a thing that happens every once in a while. Trash. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, this lineup, it's it's pretty good in my opinion. Um. Mm-hmm. We have we have Brute who's out of Columbus. We have um, Christian Synthesizer. He's out of Cincinnati. We have um, Christian we, is one of the ones that I really want to get on. Then we have Pearls and fucking Wix Doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Wix Doctor, he is newer. Second time coming. That is his second time coming. He he came. Um, I think the third barrel barrel show that I threw. And um, I met him at Mad Frog, and he was super nice. Him and his his fiance, they're super nice people. And they, he was like, I'm thinking about DJ. And I said, Well, you know what? I have your first show. He goes, What do you mean? I said, I throw shows. I'm gonna put you on the first show. Yeah, and we we had him for it was the first set that I played at the Barrel too. Yep. yep. And like, uh, I thought that he really played better than you. Uh, you know what's crazy people. about him is he didn't have Record Box. He only had Toronto. So he had to figure out how to transfer everything to Rekordbox, and then he had a sheet of paper that he went off of for his time, or for his time keys and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was awesome. And I was like, oh, my God, that's dope. I'm glad you no, put that work in. Definitely, definitely a cool guy. We got, we got a cool crew that's coming in for this, uh, this one. Synthesizer, Christian Trochet, one of the fucking, he's one of the, like, most outgoing people. He's, he's making that, moves. That I, have, that I have met in the, uh, um, in the entire community. I'm not a huge fan of the rhythm. He's a rhythm DJ, and we all know that I'm not a huge fan of rhythm. But, like, he's one of, like, the 
coolest people that I've met yeah. in this scene. No, he, he's making he's, moves, man. He, he's, he's he's always ready he's, to do the damn thing. Yep. He's ready to fucking bring some people. And, like, I've been trying to get him on. I wanted We wanted to get him on the fucking last yeah, one. No. We did the back-to-back, my second set yep. there. He, he, he ended up not being able to. He had a show book. No, he had, he had a show. Um, but, but I made sure to get him on this one. Um, and then... Um, it's it's gonna be a good it's gonna be a good time I think I think we're uh, gonna have a really good show. We have heavy hitters uh, bringing uh, the subs and yeah. Uh, yeah. the CDJs. And one thing that I think that's going to happen with the barrel that we learned from the last time is localizing the sound a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. We had we had two stages last time and uh, it it didn't necessarily didn't necessarily go the way we wanted to because people were too divided on whether or yeah. not they wanted to go to the side well, stage. Well, a lot of people didn't stage. know that there was a side stage because usually when I have two stages, well, it's, it's also outside. Tuck, it's also tucked back in that little party yeah. room, yeah. fucking tucked behind that little sliding door and people like don't even know it's there. Yeah, it's, 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 it's still on the mic fucking yelling at anybody who can fucking hear Which I'm not going to lie, we, we hit might be able to turn that entire fucking like little party room that they have back there into its own little rave scenes. Well, see, I, 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 in my head, I'm thinking vendors. Yeah, that's what vendors live art. Everybody goes in there to do that stuff. Just put like a sign but in there. The somewhere. outside, the reason the outside worked better, but we can't do the outside now because their landlord is being a dick and whatever. <laughs> um, the outside, people go out to smoke. Every, to be honest, everybody in the rave fucking scene smokes. Mm-hmm. So they go outside, they smoke. They're like, "Oh shit, there's a stage out here. We're gonna listen to whatever the hell they got going on." And the party room, like I had, um, I I'm horrible with names, but he came up to me and he's like, um, "How did you have all these DJs on this one stage? Are they playing like half hour? What are you doing?" And I said, "No, they're playing an hour." I said, "We got a second stage." And he goes, "Where?" And I was like. In the party room, he goes, "Where's that?" <laughs> I was like, "Behind this, this door way. in the corner." That this you way, on. yeah. See like, now, now I think we have uh, it's something that we need to pan out on, or could potentially pan on. But I think that that little side stage that they have, it has this little like exclusive type thing to yeah. it. Well, the we base kept closing people... the door too. The base from the subs yeah. kept closing the door, and everybody was like, "Can I go in here?" Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah. just open the door. <laughs> so it has something that we could definitely work in there with that. I almost think that, like, we could do some shit where it's like you still pay the cover charge, still come in, you can, like, enjoy because it is a it is a bar that, yeah. like, is uh, in Springboro. And, yeah, like, it's we, a country bar. Yeah, we had a couple people there that, like, we were watching the door and they came in, they're like, cover charge? What? Yeah, well, because they never charge a cover. It doesn't matter what. There there's certain bands that come in there and play, but they're usually country bands. And if they're like a higher tier country band, then they have to buy tickets to get in. But we're the only people that throw shows there that have a cover charge. But, so when the regulars come in, the, we, we're supposed to have bouncers that know the regulars. Mm-hmm. Last show, we didn't have bouncers. I had to figure that out. 30 minutes before the show. And so we had, like, we had Hunter watching the door. I watched the door for a little bit. We had yeah. my mom watching the door. Everyone was watching the door. No one, no one knows who the regulars are. So when they come in, most of the time, if it, a boun- or the last show that I had a bouncer's at, they knew the regulars, and they just let them in for free. I'm completely okay with that because they're regulars. They're coming into the bar to give the bar money. Like, 
doesn't see, have any issue with it. They're old men usually. And that's where I see an advantage in that little side room that we have. If we can get it and face it so that it's not, because it's a really long, narrow, like shotgun style thing. If we can turn the the stage out, we the can have... The thing with that is all the have, cords. There's no outlets except for on that back wall. That's what sucks. Get an extension cord. No, I, I know that, but like... The way that it ha- like I I tried to set it up there and it we could have solved all that with an extension cord. You don't want cords running all over the place when you're you trying to tape them to the corner. Well, we didn't have any of that. I did. Where? In your car? I got for tape fucking in my car right now. Oh well, well you didn't tell me so, that. But he the show. just starts pulling but, tape yeah, out of his ass. Like, what do you mean? Like, does, yeah. Well, now, now I have gaffer tape because the front of my car is so fucked up that I actually have to front tape the entire fucking. <laughs> but I see some shit where we could do with the barrel where we have that side stage and like the like you said the locals can come in and still enjoy their shit and we can still have the rave in. Whether or not they fucking want to come in and pay the cover charge, there's still a show and they can pay the cover charge type shit. We can do that. And we have that little exclusive fucking thing because the little sliding door that they have, it's cool. It's like... It's a barn It's door, like yeah. old school underground rave shit. It, it is, really yeah, is. Yeah. Like, like, it's like, yo, you fucking... You, oh, you're here for the rave or you're here for the bar? Hey, come, come yeah. back in here. Yeah. And, see it. and don't get me wrong, the main stage is really cool and we've got a dope, <coughs> dope setup. I think that we could do more with that. I think at the end of the day, though, it really comes down to something where, like, if we can get the talent to have both stages doing the same thing at one time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a learning process, and we're getting through it, and we will get through yeah, it. Yeah, throwing shows is hard, man. You yeah, don't, you, you think it's easy. It's not. It's not. It's a lot of work, and it, it sucks. But fast. then when you actually put together something where you yeah. see, my favorite thing is seeing the people that come that, don't you like that that are never there yeah. like they and then they have a great Dude, time god that's such a good first, feeling the first time such that i time. played a barrel set there were locals there that yeah, were just it's fucking such a good time headbanging with fucking uh, like all our friends and yeah shit it's like awesome it's it was such great. a good time and it's something that we're going to try and integrate and we fucking will and fucking we'll do the, the most that we can we need a little bit more fucking on the on the side of like Bringing people in that can fucking attract more people around. Yep. It's it's a tough it's a, it's a tall task because it, it is a little country bar and shit like that. Yep. But we're getting it there though. I, I, I mean, the, they keep booking it, the so they I like the, it. I think that we're already getting there, and the fact that you've already done five of them is more yeah, than fucking we're getting there, man. To prove that, so we're gonna do that. We're gonna continue to fucking pan out on things. We're gonna continue to fucking uh, scientific method the fuck. Scientific method, the fuck out of it. No, We're gonna fucking try form a hypothesis. 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 Doctor Seuss. We're gonna form a hypothesis, test it out, see where it goes, and fucking yeah. Go it's, from it's, there. it's it's all about trying shit, and if it doesn't work, don't work, and it sucks when it doesn't work. But and sometimes it yeah, doesn't you, work because of the time you tried, and it might work later. Yep. That's the that's the thing about fucking promotion, and I give you props for that, Bailey, because it's something that you really, really want to tackle. That is a very, no, very so, hard thing it's to do. So hard. It's fucking ridiculous the amount of fucking time. Effort, stress, blood, sweat, and tears that goes into fucking putting on a production, and then like 
people fucking, oh, I'm gonna be there, I'm gonna be there, I'm gonna be there, I'm gonna be there, and they don't show up. Yeah, mm-hmm. it sucks. It sucks. It sucks. But if you can continue going on through that and fucking actually make something that people want to come to and will come to, it's gonna be something beautiful. Oh, yeah. We're gonna, gonna, gonna get it there. We're gonna get there. We'll get it. Don't worry, y'all. We're gonna keep on going. Fucking, Man, we're 40 episodes into Your House, Our Rules, fucking the podcast in two and a half years. It sucks. It does suck. <laughs> That's why it. I'm here. No, I'm anywhere good. where there's going to be trash. It's doing good, man. Yeah. It's doing We're going to be all right. But I think it's about time to wrap it up. I would say what I've been sipping on, but I honestly did that in the last episode, which was two days ago. So this has been episode 40 of Your House, Our Rules. Hey. Peace. Penis. <laughs>